Three Rivers Running Company is proud to sponsor the Indiana Runner podcast. Go to Three Rivers Running, that's the number three, riversrunning.com, and use coupon code Colin, C-O-L-I-N, to receive 10% off online orders for the month of September. Okay, here we go. Two guys with faces for radio and voices for traditional print media. Patreon. This is also uh, now I I get off on the uh, numbering sometimes, so I don't really know, but I try to update it with each episode. I think this is episode thirty-one. Shout out Reggie Miller. Reggie, oh my gosh, this is a special one then. It's usually when I make myself on uh, NCA Football 06, which I have for PlayStation Two. Does that still operate? uh yeah it uh on one of my tvs it does on the other one it doesn't so it's not uh, like apple where they send out these updates and just crush it so you buy the newest one ps5 or 7 or whatever it's on sony hadn't thought of that anyways sometimes i always make myself a quarterback obviously so i get the ball all the time and uh like a scrambling quarterback but yeah, yeah. uh college no rules man you can be whatever number you want a lot of times i'm 31 that's a good pick okay With- uh nike twilight we're gonna go to preview for this weekend, we've done some statistical analyses to the best of our abilities uh, with some of the out-of-state teams. I've got a little bit on the boys' side. Looks like there's a little more competition from out-of-state on the boys' side, um, but not so much on the girls. Okay, from your amateur meteorologist, quick weather report. Mid to upper 60s, moderate humidity. There's some rain midweek. It's We're recording this on Tuesday night. There's been a little bit of rain today. There may be some rain uh, tomorrow, but there hasn't been rain more or less for the last month. So it should be pretty good footing, pretty firm ground. This will be an incredibly deep field, uh, a great preview prior to the state meet. Not all of the best teams are there, especially... On the, there's one notable team missing on the girls' side. Um, some conference meets, especially in northern Indiana. But other than that, I would say if you aren't going to this meet, what is wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. if you're not at this meet and you're at a conference meet, you need to talk to the coaches on Saturday morning. Get your conference meet moved up, uh, changed around. This is where you need to be, especially if you think you're a team that's going to advance to the state meet get yourself on laverne with the best teams in the state and see where you're at don't just allow your conference meet to dominate it uh and get rid of those silly conference dual meets for that one conference that we talked about earlier in the year my god that's ridiculous you're working hard it's not up to you i know coaches are listening i I get that it's the ad's uh, but you know put the squeeze on come on there's actually more than one conference that does that too let's Let's get in here now. It's a boys' first year, but Nike, I do believe that Nike alternates years um, between boys and girls first, and they're just on an opposite rotation of the IHSAA. So as long as they're uh, consistent with that, then then I'm okay with that. Maybe we'll find out that, no, actually, they always go girls first, and then, I don't know, I'll, I'll call up Phil Knight tomorrow on my prep period and uh, give him my, my rant. Um, He's under your speed dial, right? 
you're showing your age by using the phrase speed dial. You're also yeah. showing your age. <laughs> you're definitely showing your age today when I texted you and uh, we were talking about whether it was going to storm at, during practice time. <laughs> and you said. I said that I, my yard needs it. My plants in the I backyard. Ho I hope it, it rains because the plants need it. Yeah, they need it. Well, you know, you're it's lying. been dry around here a, a month <laughs> plus, man. What do you mean to say? I'm not here you're watering up. my grass. I'm too busy for that. You're on your you're on your Phyllis Vance. Oh, the plants are gonna love this. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Girls Field, are you ready? These are all the ranked teams. Number mm -hmm. two, Hamilton Southeastern. Number three, Fort Wayne Homestead. Number four, Noblesville. Number five, North Central. Number six, Carmel. Number seven, Fort Wayne Carroll. I was gonna try and do that all in one breath, and now I realize that that is beyond the realm of capacity for a normal human being. Number 11, Westfield. Number 12, Zionsville. Number 13, East Central. Number 14, Guerin. Number 15, Avon. Number 16, Brownsburg. Number 17, Mount Vernon. That's the one in Fortville. Number 20, Columbus North. And number 21, Bloomington South. And those are the teams, not that were on the list of entered entries, but ones that actually entered their kids. I went through and checked that. Apologies if I missed somebody that's like, 20 of the tw top 25 teams, I, you know, I might have missed somebody. There are eight girls individually entered who have broken 18 minutes this season. And that wouldn't count any of the teams from Illinois who may have had girls that are in shape to run under 18 minutes for 5,000 meters. But Illinois runs three miles because they don't do our fancy meters over there in the land of Lincoln. Right. Okay. So deep field. Obviously, Fort Wayne Concordia is missing. They've got their conference meet. Yeah. Um, if there's one team that maybe is jealous of the Carmel setup of no conference, it might be Concordia this week because they would love yeah. to come down and, and see it. Um, but other than that, six of the top seven, 16 of the top 25. And again, I, I may have missed one or two teams. And if that is the case, uh, I I apologize. Yeah. Okay. Three things to watch, Taylor. Okay, here we go. Uh, number one, you were kind of uh, getting us started here. This is, to me, a state-ish meet preview. Okay? You've already mentioned that the number two, three, four, five, six, seven team will be represented. Fort Wayne Concordia, the only big one who won't be there, right? Uh, Valpo, another pretty good team, uh, but maybe not quite a, a title contender, but a podium contender maybe. Uh, will will miss for their conference meet. Anyway, this is uh, the best uh, idea we'll have of where the girls' teams stack up outside of the favorite in Concordia Lutheran uh, going into the state meet, right? All the best teams are together. They will presumably run their best girls and they will be on the state meet course, right? One month or just under one month out from the uh, actual state meet. So that is a state-ish meet preview, much stronger than, uh, you know, a meet that may have been held there earlier in the year where all the best teams weren't necessarily gathered. So uh, that's my point, number one. Number one, all right. Number two, uh, the top three teams in the, uh, top three, sorry, individuals in the state will face off, right? Uh, here at this meet, we'll get a chance to see Addison Canablo and Nikki Sutherland and Ava Jarrell all go head to head to head again uh, to kind of discover who might be 
at this point, the best girl going into the state meet, right? Uh, those teams, or sorry, those individuals won't really necessarily see each other going into the um, state meet October 28th. Uh, so this will be the, the last chance to put all three together and see who might be uh, the best uh, of all. And those, in my mind, are the three favorites to win the title. A couple could sneak in there. We've talked about that before. But honestly, it's really about those three um, and, and who who delivers on that day. So can what, I um, What do you make of Josh's assertion that potentially Julia Score could get into it because she hasn't seen competition yet? I look, I, I think Julia Score very well could be in it. I don't I don't discount her at all. The unfortunate part is she won't be there this Saturday. And then we don't really have, like you said, a lot of competition data on her where we've seen the other three kind of go head to head with each other at different points throughout the season. Um, I think I maybe had mentioned in an earlier podcast that score might be one of my sleepers to get up there and get it done. If uh, Canablo has a bad day or Sutherland has a bad day. Uh, I think those two were our favorites throughout most of the season. And then, um, you know, Ava Jarrell has really uh, exploded on the map as of August uh, she had a pretty good spring has really taken another step this fall. She could be right there in that mix. Uh, but I, you know, yes, I do believe Julia score could get it done. She just won't be represented on Saturday and it'll be difficult to say where she'll necessarily wind up. Could she do it? Yes. Am I predicting it right now? No. Any other girls outside of those top, I guess top four, maybe not the right phrase, but outside of those four girls that you think could get into it. In late October? In late October, not necessarily this Saturday? Yes. Okay, so then I would say maybe Libby Dowdy could get it done or possibly uh, Ristrelli on, on a good day, right? I, um, I think Dowdy will be there. I think it is the um, – I talked to Brady a couple weeks ago at a meet. I think it's the Johnson County meet, but I, I think she's running individually. Okay in uh in the meet on saturday so that would be a good opportunity for her to, to test herself now she's seen some of these girls already i think she beat jarell once this season so a good opportunity for her again someone that doesn't necessarily see a lot of competition and when you're that good what opportunity is there right when you're at the dowdy now jarell and sutherland just randomly maybe geographically the reason see each other a lot but other yeah. than that, it's, you know, like I, a lot of times you'll see a, a kid put down a really good time and someone will be like, oh my gosh, and he ran that solo. And you're like, well, yeah, I mean, solo is the only way to run 1450. Yeah. You're not, you know, unless you're at, you know, uh, Foot Locker Nationals or Nike. Right, right. Nationals. Or Roy Griak Invitational or whatever. Yeah, and we'll, get, yeah. we'll get into some of these uh, some of sure. these kind of top teams that, that yeah. do see competition on a, on a frequent basis. So, yeah, Dowdy could could do it. And, and like you said, on her uh, school's website, they listed Johnson County. Apparently, she's going to be independent of her team and go down and run, which I think I is really I believe that's the case. Do. I'm not positive. If, if it happens, that is a really smart thing to do. Kudos to her coach or coaches uh, for making that decision because, you know, you're doing what's best for the athlete in that case, right? Uh, she doesn't necessarily benefit by blowing out the rest of Johnson County. Uh, the team can be just fine without her. Uh, she needs to be where the best girls are because she is one of the best girls 
And, you know, you have to find that balance between what's best for the individual versus what's best for the team. And quite often they overlap quite a bit. So seeing some of those top individuals together uh, on Saturday evening is my number two point. And my number three thing to watch, Colin, is uh, the return of important contributors. Uh, our sources tell us that a few of the top-ranked teams, uh, more than one that is, uh, could see um, a, a projected points score return to the lineup. Uh, either she has missed the entire season or uh, big chunks of this season. And if that is the case, that could really shuffle some things up uh, toward in terms of the podium contention, not necessarily in terms of the title, uh, team title that is uh, at the end of October, but uh, would shake up what could happen uh, in the top five teams. So I think we should pay attention to see if if some of these contributors uh, projected point scores on teams that are uh, podium contention return and then how they do and what that might mean for a few more weeks to get back into fitness and ready to go. Maybe have to race themselves into shape by October 28th, but uh, we'll keep an eye on that as well. And there's, there's a high degree of variance with that. Someone that hasn't run all season or ran the first meet and hasn't run for, you know, hasn't raced rather. We don't, we don't know person by person or really for anybody what their exact training was could come back at like the same level. You just throw a girl in and she runs 1830 mm. and it makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. Or it could be quite a struggle depending on how someone has, you know, filled his or her days, cross training, uh, lack of cross training, what they've been cleared to do, focus, emotional state. I mean, there's just a million things that go into it for these girls and these boys um, heading into this. But depending on the it team, that, a, that can make a big difference. Can yeah, and it difference. is a tough or course. Can make no to difference jump. at all. Yeah, it's a tough course to jump right back in on, right? I mean, you know, it's not certainly mm -hmm. not easy to do way in, right? It's the most challenging course in the state of Indiana. It's a... a highly competitive meet probably the most competitive meet outside of the state meet possibly even more competitive honestly it if you factor is more. In out of state yeah, yeah even more so if you factor in the out of state competition coming in um so you know that's that's really throwing someone in the deep end and seeing let's see if he can swim or not uh but you know some of those teams that i'm thinking of um they really need that girl or those girls back in order to be uh in that podium contention so uh, we'll get a chance to see where they may stack and like i said there's a few more weeks right after the nike twilight most uh, varsity teams are taking that first weekend of october off we go into a sectional a regional and a state meet the teams that are of podium contention aren't necessarily concerned with advancement that's not a problem for them uh, those individuals are trying to race back into shape may not need to be a hundred percent but, you know, close enough to, and then we'll see what she's got for the team uh, by the end of October. So uh, that's something else to pay attention to and see uh, how that might affect the outcome of, uh, you know, that uh, mostly four through six, maybe seven spot at the state meet. Okay. So it's really hard to do, impossible to do uh, based on outside teams. So what I did is I took the year long ratings 
for the individuals on INCC stats. And I scored this Indiana schools only based on who was entered. And then I kind of went until there was a reasonable cutoff. So on the boys' side, it's a little closer after four teams. And so I ended up listing a lot more because it's so close. This one, there's six teams um, in it. Now, it, these weren't the only six teams scored. I scored all of the Indiana teams that were scheduled to be there. So here was the mock meet that I came up with. And this is based on INCC stats. So it's going to be better than using the athletic.net, which is just based on PRs. And we'll get into that on the boys' side, why that wouldn't be accurate. You ready? Let's hit it. Hamilton Southeastern, 124. Noblesville, 125. Homestead, 142. North Central, 156. Carmel, 157. Carroll, 195. Uh, wow, incredibly close up top. Um, you know, this is the same sort of outcome that we saw at the HCC meet in terms of HSC over Noblesville. You throw Homestead in. Uh, North Central's had a really great season thus far. Perfect scoring their conference, which, you know, uh, is whatever. <laughs> but they, yeah, you know, but they, they still performed well at like Brown County as an example in a much more competitive meet. So they look pretty good. Um, and then Carroll was a team that we talked about earlier in the season as being within that top five. Uh, they've sort of slipped a little bit. Can they regain that status? Can they get back up there? Uh, we're going to see. But um, I think you just named a few of, of, you know, obviously in terms of the Indiana runner rankings, some of the best teams in the state. And I think teams that are in contention for the podium, HSC, Noblesville, Homestead, North Central. And then I'm also interested in Carroll and what they could possibly do. So, and I'm going to update the, on our Patreon, and this will be for, for general consumption. This is um, Patreon only right now, the podcast, but um, I'm going to update the title tiers and I kind of see it differently now than I did. Now it's, it is late September. This race will be the last day of September. Then we're getting to, into October and we're used to the weather cooling down. Right. And it won't necessarily be that cool. And it won't it won't next week as well. So are you ready for a hot take given the warm weather? Let's honey do a hot take. Someone is gonna win this meet. Someone from Indiana is gonna win the meet, most likely, and perform very well and be very excited. Whoever it is is spinning their wheels because Concordia the Concordia girls are gonna win the state championship. Okay. You feel very – give me a percentage on their chances to win. Where would you put that right now? You mean like the INCC stats or like – No, like no, my, no. I mean in your mind. Uh, independent of INCC. I mean, obviously you can use 70, that. They have a 70% percent chance or better to win. 70 or better. 70 or better. Okay. Because the front INCC runners are too good. Has them at a 38.1% chance. So you are far more bullish yep. than INCC stats is on Concordia Lutheran. Okay. You heard it. Okay. And if you don't know, now you know. Let's move on to the boys' field. I'm going to try it. I think I can do it. I'm going to try to say all of them in one breath. Suck it in. Okay, ready? Yeah. 
Number one, Carmel, shout out. Number two, Noblesville. Number three, Fishers. Number four, Zionsville. Number six, Bloomington North. Number seven, Hamilton Southeastern. Number eight, Brownsburg. Number nine, Columbus North. Number 10, Evansville Wrights. Number 11, Center Grove. Number 15, Greenfield Central. Number 19, Avon. Number 22, North Central. Not even close. I got that done. Uh, that is, that is uh, if you're scoring at home, that is nine of the top 10 teams, 14 of the top 25. But there's only one team in Indiana Runners top uh, 10 that's not represented in here. And actually, I don't I don't know that they're on the INCC stats top 10. Uh, it's the same team I'm thinking of? Who you got? Uh, Warsaw is ranked number five on Indiana Runner, but they are not uh, oh. present at this meet. I do not believe. I think they have their conference meet. Yeah, okay, you're right. Because I have uh, Floyd is the number five team on INCC stats, and they are also not present as me. They're farther down on the uh, Indiana, Indiana rankings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. There are five. Five boys who have broken 15 this season. Is that right? Yes. And I started counting the number that have broken 16. And once I yeah. got into the mid thirties and I was like, we're in the 15 twenties. I got, I got, I got it, you know, I'm at work. I got I got to teach these kids some Spanish. Yeah, yeah. Go through so I, yeah, I click I click next on the cahoots so yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. can get to the next slide. Uh -huh. um, what do you want? Do you want to do your three things, or do you want to do the kind of top teams, the, the national comparison first? Uh, let's go with the top teams, and we'll go back to me. Okay. So, and there may be some overlap in this. Nationally of note. I, I put three teams on here and then I there's some Illinois teams and I didn't do a deep dive on those teams yet. And, and maybe we will certainly I will uh, as we get towards the kind of Nike Midwest time. Um, I don't think Downers Grove North, which is the top team in Illinois and, and one of the kind of two top Midwest teams is coming to this one. Plainfield South is they were very good last year. I don't think they're as good this year. Uh, so here are the three teams of note that I, that I looked at some stats for. There's Jesuit from New Orleans. Jesuit last year won over Carmel by nine points. I think it was 97 to 106. Uh, very close. Carmel had the better team time, which was the all-time best team time on Laverne. I think it was a 15-20 average. Uh, Jesuit's at team time was maybe four, five, six seconds slower, but that's like in the margin of error, right? That That's right. close enough. Um, here are Jesuits top seven times from this season, 1502, 1509, 1533, 1540, 1602, 1605, and 1620. They're just best raw times. Then there's Noblesville. Noblesville is coming off of just winning the HCC meet last weekend, uh, where they had the opportunity as a plus 41 rating. So it ran very fast that time. There, we don't have an adjusted rating on this meet in Alabama where New Orleans ran, but I think it was on that course with the Magic Grass. Okay. There was a meet in Alabama that they went to where they they threw down these times. We okay. do have speed ratings, and I can go over those. Okay. Noblesville's best times from this fall, 1524, 1527, 1546, 1550, 1551, 1557, and 1613. Pretty good. Six, Pretty six, good, yeah. six boys under 16. Uh, Pat Moore on, on our comments on Patreon asked some questions. 
Josh and I went over that on the last Patreon specific podcast. And he said he thinks now again, and he he's uh talked about this, like not every state runs 5K and not all of them get reported to these sites, but there are only two teams in the country that have six boys that have run under 16 minutes so far. And so one far. of them is Noblesville. The other one is not Jesuit. It's, it's somebody else. So Jesuit, Noblesville. Okay. Carmel, shout out. Carmel's top seven times from this uh, fall. Didn't really have to look these up. 15 flat, 1525, 1548, 1554, 1558, 1603, 1607. So Carmel and Noblesville both have five under 16. Jesuit does not. Holy Runners does speed ratings. The higher the number, the better. For instance, I think the like the Cole's, Cole's best speed rating from last year was like 204, 200 Holy something. Geez. Two, and it was yeah. it was the second it was the second best rating all year next to it's like Aaron Salmon Colin Salmon it's it's one of those two that won Nike and then Cole's at Foot Locker was basically the same the same rating yeah so then I took the average I took the top five speed ratings from each team the average of that Jesuits average best speed rating from this year from their meets that are on Tully Runners which isn't every single meet. But for Jesuit, it's it's this one meet in Alabama. Yeah. Jesuit's average speed rating, remember, the higher the number, the better. 172.6. Carmel's average best speed rating, and this is from a couple meets, but there's only so many on Tully Runners. Yeah. 173.4. So Carmel 0.8 better than that. I have a question. My hand's up. Can you call okay. me? I don't, there's just the two of us on a Zoom. I don't, why are you raising Please, your hand? Call, call on me. Are you, I got, I got a question. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, Taylor? Yeah, okay, thank you. Um, Colin, is it closer than it sounds? We'll have to see on Saturday. But last year it was closer than it felt, and it was very close. And it was. And I believe the Hounds came out on top? No, no Jesuit won. Jesuit won, but later on. The two teams never saw each other again. Oh, I thought they came back to uh okay i'm my, my fault i'm thinking of something else then but you're right it okay jesuit went to running lane and i think they were fourth i think That's, they actually finished okay. behind center grove they were the big team that was invited to running okay all right yeah now it's coming back to me my fault I okay so 173 to 172 noblesville's average best speed rating so taking their five guys and then averaging those five so the the best one for each of those five kids, the average was 168. What does that mean? From glancing through it a lot, as far as I can tell, one point equates about three seconds. Okay. More or less. So that would put, if you take that, you know, 168 flat, take that with a grain of salt. But let's say, let's round down for both Carmel and Jesuit. That would put Jesuit about, 12 seconds better on average one through five and Carmel about 15 seconds better on average one through five. And strangely enough, Carmel and Jesuit man for man were basically even. Yeah. So Carmel top runner 185, Jesuit top runner 182. Carmel second best runner 178, Jesuit 179. 
Parmel third best runner, 171, Jesuit 171. Parmel fourth best runner, 168, Jesuit fourth best runner, 169. Carmel fifth best runner, 165, Jesuit fifth, fifth best runner, 162. Jesuits only really kind of had one meet and then and then right. one meet where Carmel shout out might have had someone more in the 169, 168 range was Culver from this past weekend. Yeah. I think he's got his swagger back, but he um Culver was not on Tully Runners, so there's no speed rating on that. I'll do it. Uh, all right. So that's, that's at the top. Again, we don't know some, somebody could come off the top rope here from Illinois or whatever. They, sure. they tend to come to Laverne and do that. Um, just when we think we've got it wrapped up, all of a sudden they're, you know, running out with a coconut and bashing us over the head. Uh, sure. but those look to be the top three teams or at least three teams to keep, keep an eye on. Okay. Speaking of three things. Three things. Let me go through my three things to look at here at the boys meet in terms of the uh, Indiana side. Uh, number one, I think I may have mentioned this last time, but who does number two work for, right? Who is the number two team in the state? We kind of think it could be Noblesville or this, me, I think it could be Noblesville, but... Could it also be Zionsville? Could it be Fishers? I mean, you know, we saw these teams go to bat with each other uh, back at the HCC meet last Saturday. We're going to put them in a bigger state meet-ish format, and we'll see, right? But who is the team who's number two with, in my mind, Carmel, the clear favorite as of right now, right? We'll kind of figure out who that might be. Number Let me ask you something. Yep. Uh, Josh and I weighed in on this and we, we did it much more statistically, but Pat Moore did ask, and granted, we went over this last time, but just a caveat, like the disclaimer, even like Pat Moore wants Noblesville to win and you, you and I, and Josh want Carmel to win. Um, but we can still have civilized conversations about it. Uh, he asked, do you think that Noblesville is closer to Carmel or closer to Zionsville Fishers? Zionsville Fishers. Okay. I and that's, you know, again, as you when said, we'll see I, this weekend. I'd love for you and your boys to to win and do well. Uh, but I just I think that what we've seen thus far in, in terms of the meets themselves, right? The results, what really matters. I think it's one team and that team happens to be Carmel better than the others, with uh maybe Noblesville emerging as number two, but not right. The that's favorite for that runner-up trophy, Fishers could get in there. Zionsville could get in. I mean, you like we're not, we don't really know yet, and maybe we'll have a clearer picture after this Saturday. Um, so I, I think that you know, I I think they're closer to Fishers, Zionsville, or Zionsville Fishers, or however we want to put them. Like those two are basically a toss-up. Um, number two, number two, then on my side. Oh man, you you know where I'm going to go with this. So excited! I got pumped up. You know, I, I got two teams I'm really excited about right now. One took it on the chin uh, this past Saturday, right? Uh, Coach Prime. Oh, okay, yeah. I thought, you, I, I thought you meant two cross-country teams. I was like, no, well, we did we'll well. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, Co uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, Coach Prime and the Buffs took it on the chin um, and, and really had to eat their words. They're going to bounce back against the Trojans this Saturday. I'm pretty confident in them. I'll write that down. I love that Travis Hunter may not be back, but he'll be back the next week. Will be just fine. Don't worry. 
um, my other team, Colin, you know who I roll with, ride or die, as they can, as they say, the kids say, right? Uh, I'm out there looking for Cougars, baby. The Cougars, are they a podium team? They showed it. We thought they were. I was big. I've been on that Cougar bandwagon for a while. Just ask the people, right? I've been driving that bad boy up and down 37, right? Cheering for B-Town, baby. And I just thought, man, if they're going to show it at some point last Saturday, the Cougars start to wake up. Dude, they look they looked awesome. Like that, that look at the INCC stats adjustments and all that. Like they look they look pretty awesome. Hey, I, I know you have your team, and I'm not gonna knock that, but I just want you to know I'm saving you a seat right there next to me on the bandwagon. I got a seat. I am I am wearing my cord and central shirt that I was so uh wonderfully sent. Yes, I got a cord and central shirt. I am wearing that. I don't know that I am allowed contractually to jump on the bandwagon of another boys team after they beat us at the state meet in the four by eight. So sorry, Bloomington North. If you didn't, if you really wanted me to be a big fan, like officially you shouldn't have beaten us in the four by eight. Oh, okay. Well, I went to bat for you when they asked if you were bitter about it. And I said, no, 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 he's a professional. He's not bitter. Don't worry. So, you know, Winders, D'Onofrio, Mitchell families, don't worry. I got your back, right? You I'm know, right. I've been solidly on the bandwagon. You guys don't, don't worry. Six, I got you. Six and a half minutes to go. You brought up D'Onofrio. I think we might have something. I think we might have something brewing uh, in that realm for this weekend. So that's okay. That's your number two. That's North. my number two, right? Are they a podium team? My number three. Um, let's let's watch another rematch here. Todd versus Provenzano versus Quagliaroli. A few of the five families getting together. Okay, well, you're leading, you're leading me into my next point. Here we go. This is why this is, hey Paul Pierce, bro. This is why you brought me here. Todd Provenzano, Quagliaroli. The five families come together, and let's see him go at it again on the state meet course, the one that matters the most, and let's see who's got it. Uh, leading into October 28th, when not, they'll go ahead. Not to mention all the all-state, out-of-state talent, rather. Right. Coming in that, you know, there's certainly no uh, certainty. There's there's no guarantee. Um, and it's probably not even likely that somebody from Indiana does win this. It, it may not be, but right now our focus is on the Hoosier State. And those right. are the it is Indiana run that we're trying to roll with. And we're going to find out. I think we might have a meeting of the five families. Right. You're going to let us sit in on it. So the five families. Now a couple of them, we haven't seen for a while. We'll see if they race this weekend, but they are entered. Yeah. And the five families are. Tell the people who they are. Martolio. One. D'Onofrio. Two. Rocchio. Three. Quagliaroli. Four. And of course, the Don of the Greyhound Mafia, Provenzano. Don Provenzano. I think we may see a meeting of the five families. All right. It's possible. Okay, real quick, last five minutes. Mock state meet, and maybe we'll get into a miscellaneous minute. Indiana schools only. This could also more or less serve as a mock state meet. Um, And I, I... I update a mock state meet uh, every uh, week once INCC stats updates. I actually haven't done it for this week yet, but you know maybe tomorrow I'll fit it, 
around all the uh, meaningful academic learning going on. Uh, so this is what I came up with. Scoring this meet, Indiana teams only. Carmel, shout out, 97. Noblesville, 147. Zionsville, 183. Fishers, 219. Brownsburg, 245. Franklin Central, who was entered, who was a team that had it on its schedule, but it didn't look like they entered any kids unless I missed it because I did a I did a search for Franklin Central. If they were entered as FC or whatever, then I missed it. But anyways, their score would be 255, HSE 258, Wrights 270, Bloomington North 279, Center Grove 290, Columbus North 307. Any takeaways from that? I can certainly think of one thing. Why don't you go ahead? You share first. My God, the the glut at that fifth position to get on the podium from Brownsburg to 245 down to Bloomington North at 279 yeah. is pretty incredible. Now, I, I think this is much like uh, girls 2021 where uh, yes. there was yeah. a, a very small gap between, I think it was fifth or maybe even 13th. It was like third. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was third. Yeah. Third through, like I mean, it third was through like 12th, 13th, 15th. Yeah. Very, very close. So uh, that'll be exciting to see. Yeah. Go ahead. We were kind of talking about this today at practice too, just some of the coaches talking in generalities like the top four to me and sometimes the advanced statistics on fishers aren't very kind but then just like well they're gonna have two in the top five and how far back are the third fourth and fifth from fishers possibly gonna finish right so right. they seem like a, a clear podium team but after that there's like there's a lot of kind of weaknesses or holes in a lot of these teams, and it's going to be open for someone to come in. And it's not a perfect team by any stretch of the imagination, but to to leap in there and be like, well, our fifth is pretty far back or we don't have a front runner or, you know, we've never run in the state meet before or whatever, but it doesn't matter and just get it done and finish in the top five. Someone's going to do it. Right. It's a mathematical well, certainty. And there are always surprises at Laverne on that day, right? I mean, there'll be a team that, you know, you and I, Sure. Yeah, maybe you named here, but we weren't really thinking about as the fourth or fifth team. And all of a sudden, they run really well. And a team we thought might be on the podium, you know, doesn't quite live up to the hype. And sure. there they are. I mean, that just that happens on the girl side, the boy side doesn't matter every year, regardless of conditions, that seems to be the case. Well, and it's not like the past where we're just writing an article, and put, which we will do, but putting it up on Indiana Runner. I mean, we're checking in every single week. So whatever team does end up finishing fourth, fifth on the boys' side, we're going to have talked about them. We're going to have mentioned them because we've talked about Hamilton Southeastern. We've talked about Franklin Central. We've talked about Wrights and Center Grove and Columbus North and all of these teams. And now that, yeah, it's it, it may be you know, Swimmy, Swami, Slappy, Samsonite. I was I was way off, but it's going to be somebody that we mentioned, even if it's just the Lloyd, the Lloyd Christmas division. Right. Can't wait. It's going to be fun. There's no event like this. I mean, this is, entries are up. I don't know if I said this. I've said it a lot today, but I was also at a practice uh, for a, a very large team. Entries are up 75% from last year. They've had to add races in because it's that is such a good event. It is so wild given the numbers from last year that 75. Yeah, it's crazy. I think we said this over the podcast, or you maybe you said it, or we combo. Uh, if you're not coming to this meet, man, you have got to you gotta get in. Record. You've got to get in. You can't be here. Change the conference yeah. meet, change the county meet. That is not as important. Move it up in the schedule. 
be here. If you're get a team your kids. to be at Terre Haute at the end of October, get your boys or your girls on the line on this night. Do it. Yep. Give them the experience. Hey, thanks for coming on. And Sco Buffs. Sco Buffs, baby. I love my guys. I love my little dudes. They're my little guys. I love them.